0: All right, we're live with another instant reaction podcast. This one to day three of Pat's camp. And today was almost kind of like a walkthrough. Uh, not a ton of super competitive moments. Uh, they really didn't do, they didn't even finish with that 11 on 11, um, uh, red, uh, red zone drill that they've been doing. They've been finishing with that. Uh, they had, they didn't really, they did that for a little bit, but they didn't finish with that. They didn't do a, any really extended period of that. Um, they did a little bit seven on seven. They ran a few things, 11 on 11, but not a ton. Uh, a lot of, I think installation, a lot of here's what this is going to look like. Okay. So a lot of drills where the receivers are running to a specific spot. There were four or five guys in a route. They'd all stop, right? Find their spot. And then Mac would hit one of them or Bailey Zappy would hit one of them or, or whatever the case may be. So, uh, a few, you know, uh, more of a mental day today than I think a physical day. Really, that's kind of been the last three days, but uh definitely more of a mental day today, even than even more so I think than the previous uh, than the previous two days. A few things to to kind of um to kind of look at. I, I think there were some interesting parts where you start looking at it and saying like, okay, John o. Smith physically looks like he's out there ready to go. Uh he made some nice catches today. He had a really nice catch in the back of the end zone on Kyle Duggar. Uh, where he went up and got it in the corner of the end zone, spiked the ball, gave the crowd, you know, crowd gave him a big pop, and then he ran a lap because he had uh, jumped off sides right before that. So, you know, ups and downs with John to continue. But again, physically, he looks like he's ready to go. Uh, I think they're going to involve him in the offense a little bit more this year. I think uh, I'm looking forward to that. So, uh, a lot of work kind of with the corners and D backs. They ran a one on one drill for a while uh, where it was just about getting off the line, D-back staying in the hip pocket of the receiver, receiver fighting off, um, you know, the press uh, and and going from there. So Tyquan Thornton, his skills off the line were noticeable. Uh, he's just untouchable off the line. So that was good to see. And then that that drill ended and they, uh, they said, okay, you know, the coach, whoever the coach was running, I believe it's the assistant wide receivers coach was running the drill. And he said, okay, last rep. And uh, they want they run the rep, and as soon as that rep is over, Malcolm comes out. Malcolm Butler comes out, and he's like, "No, I want Parker one more rep." So they ran one more rep with with uh, with Parker and uh, and Butler. And Butler stayed right in his hip pocket. Uh, so he had a good competitive day today. When they ran, anytime they ran seven on seven or or, or even eleven and eleven for a short extended period uh, for a short time today, I thought Butler was extremely competitive. He was out there fighting. Uh, which, you know, we know that that's what he does. We know that's what he brings to the table. You could see that a lot today. I thought that came out a lot today. That competitive fire was coming out of Malcolm for sure today. Um, I thought he he played well. Uh, really wasn't a ton to see. There was one play where Mac threw it directly to Jalen Mills, and I mean directly. He was the only one there. After the play, Hunter Henry was like, hey, that's my bad. Now, Hunter Henry on the other side of the field, so I'm not 100% sure what happened. Jacoby Myers ran an out route on that play. And uh, Mac threw it as though it were, you know, a, a comeback or a sit route. And it, it obviously wasn't. Now, I'm not 100% sure what happened, but it looked like to me the first read was Hunter Henry, who was on the left side of the offense, split out wide. I think he was supposed to run a curl route and didn't. He ran an out route instead or he was supposed to run it an in. And ran. I'm not exactly sure what he ran because I was watching the ball and I'm like, what the heck was that? I turn over and Henry's looking. He's like, "Hey, that's uh, that's on me. That's my bad. Sorry about that." And so my my only thought is that Henry were the was the first read on that, and then Mac just went back to his second read without looking and just threw it. And Jacoby then read it wrong as well. So uh, you know, not a, that's. But again, that's what they're working on right now. That's the mental stuff that they're trying to figure out. Okay, here's the play. Here's the defense that they're running. This is what we need to do. Okay, that first read, Bam is Hunter Henry. He needs to see it. Nope, he doesn't see it. Okay. Now Mac comes back. Now it was unclear whether Jacoby read that right or Mac read that right. Maybe Jacoby read it wrong and ran the wrong route. Maybe Mac read it wrong and threw it to the wrong spot and Jacoby was in the right spot. I don't know. Um but either way, it was definitely a screw up from Hunter Henry. And again, either Mac or Aguilar or or, or Jacoby were, were in the wrong on the other side. I'm not 100% sure. But those are the types of things that get fixed during this practice. That's why they do this, because they want to look at the film and say, okay, hey, here's this play. Here's the defense that we're running. Here's what Henry did. This is why he screwed this up. Okay, now here's the other side. He screwed it up. He was wrong. Okay, now here's the other side. All right, Jacoby, you made the right read. Mac read the wrong read, right? Or, again, it's the other way around. Jacoby made the right read. Uh... Jacoby made the wrong read and Mac made the right read. And either way it ends up in a pick six because no one's paying attention. Right. And so we have two out of 11 guys screw up and it turns into a pick six for the defense. Right. So that those are the type of things that can't happen during the season. And that's why you have these types of practices. Again, it's not a ton to glean from us. We look at it and say, okay, you know, what, what can we see? Right. I thought Ramondre had a nice day. They were throwing to him a ton out of the backfield. Uh, but again, like, you know, there's not a ton for us to glean from it, where you look at it and say like, okay, oh yeah, we, uh, this guy was, this guy did this or this guy there's just not, there's not a ton to see. So, um, but again, you know, a competitive practice, one play, my boy, my boy, Trey Nixon, you know, my guy, Trey Nixon, um, caught up, uh, thanks. Thanks Aussie. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for tuning in. Um, so, you know, there was one play Trey Nixon in the corner of the end zone, uh, against Sean Wade and Sean Wade was wearing, was wearing the boxing mitts, but doesn't matter. Shawade uh, went up and, and ripped it, ripped it away from Wade in the uh, in the back of the end So was Nice, nice play uh, by Trey Nixon. So that uh, was good to see. And then you know a lot of focus today on the kicking game. A lot of punts being actually punted. Now they've been doing you know kickoffs and, and punt returns, but they haven't actually been kicking it right. It's been coming out of the jugs machine. Today they were actually punting and actually kicking it. Jake Bailey's back from the illness list, booming punts left and right. Um, you know, and it, it looked good. So. And then they ended practice a little bit more fun. And again, someone in the stand said, like, oh, you know, Belichick's letting them have a little fun today. That's interesting. And I'm like, bro, what? He's letting them have fun all the time, right? They're spiking balls, they're talking back and forth to each other. They're giving each other crap. Like, that's the, that's what the Patriots do. That's what they do. Right. And so, but anyways, uh, ended with a little bit of fun today. Um, Marcus Jones and Trey Nixon, one on offense, one on defense, competed catching punts. Okay, but a little wrinkle here, a little wrinkle. Every time they caught a punt, they had to keep it in their hands, right? So they punt it to Marcus. He catches it. They punt it to Trey and he catches it. They punt it to Marcus again. Now he's got one in his left hand, catches it with his right hand. Trey does the same thing. Now it's on the three balls. They both catch it again. Now it's on the four balls. They both catch it again. Now they're holding four balls, trying to catch number five. They both dropped two more opportunities. So it was two rounds. They both dropped it. And then finally, Marcus Jones catches number five, and then Trey Nixon also catches number five. So now it's like, oh my god! So then they break up. They have a little like, oh, they meet, and then they do it again. This <laughs> they do it again this time with two linemen. Uh, so one of them, Demarcus Mitchell, uh, the D, was a D lineman doing it, and Cole Strange was the offensive lineman doing it, and they both caught the first one, and then Mitchell dropped the second one, and Cole Strange on the run, on the run, full sprint. Right. Two is right with the ball in his left hand, catches it one hand and ends practice with a, with a win for the offense. So just, again, having fun. And this is this is the type of stuff that it builds the team camaraderie. Right. The offense goes nuts. I, I don't think it was for sprints or anything like that because because the defense didn't do anything, anything. But nevertheless, it was for, you know, just bragging rights. Right. And th- those are the types of things that build the camaraderie with the team. Again, I've talked about this. This team has fun together. They enjoy being with each other. They like each other. They like genuinely seem to like each other. And that makes a big difference. Now, it's going to be interesting now when the pads go on on Monday, it's going to be interesting to see they like each other quite as much, right? And I, I think they do still. But I mean, you know, where is that competitive That competitive edge that we saw from Malcolm and we've seen from guys like, you know, KB brings the energy every play. And, you know, we've seen from Devontae Parker and we've seen, John Smith get amped up and Hunter Henry, you know, jump up and spike a few balls when he catches them. So there's definitely, they're definitely into it, right? But when the pads come on now, it gets a little bit more aggressive. And of course they're, you know, they're not trying to kill each other out there. They're on the same team, but they're, they're fighting. They're fighting out there. Right. So that's the type of thing that I'm looking forward to seeing. I want to see what Cole strange looks like. I I think the offensive line is going to be really something to watch when the pads go on, because of course, there's a lot invested into Cole strange first round pick, right? But he looks good out there. He looks good. And so, you know, there's really nothing to see. Again, right now. But I I've been I've been enthused about what I've seen so far from both sides of the football. I think that uh today, no Brian Hoyer today. So it was just Zappy and, and Mac out there. They both look good. All right. Zappy looks like he's he's comfortable out there. He's comfortable with the ball in his hands. He struggled that first day, he really struggled. His nerves must have been super high. But the last two days, he's looked like he's looked pretty good out there. Now Hoyer I didn't even see Hoyer on the field today, right? So maybe he had a day off today. Maybe they – I don't know, right? But I wouldn't be surprised – it wouldn't surprise me if Hoyer is just that guy that's like, hey, you know, I'm here to help out. He's basically like another coach. That wouldn't surprise me at all. I wouldn't be surprised to see Zappy be the backup quarterback this year and see Hoyer be in that role of just a mentor for Mac Jones, right? So, uh, so we'll see. Long way to go, obviously, right? I mean, like I said, we haven't even started hitting – But, you know, that's kind of where I see it. Again, Zappy looks pretty comfortable, man. He looks pretty comfortable out there, right? So, and there were a lot of times, a lot of drills today where um, the quarterbacks kind of held onto that ball and then took off. Now, whether that was by design, whether that was the defense had good coverage, you know, it's tough to know what they're looking for, obviously. But, you know, there were times when, okay, they roll out or they kind of extend the plays on purpose, almost as if, hey, even if the coverage isn't perfect here, let's extend this play a little bit and let's see what happens. Right. So, uh, you know, again, it's hard to know what they say going into it. And they might say, Hey, this time you're going to hold it, hold it, hold it. And then you're going to take off at the middle. And that's what, we're, that's what we want to do. Right. And then let's see how the receivers respond to, to you doing that. Let's see how the defense responds to you doing that. Right. So it's those things that they might be working on. And again, it's hard to know like, okay, are they, are they working on a specific situation or is that just because the, the coverage is really good? And no one can get away from them and, and so on and so forth. So. We'll see. The, one other thing to note which I thought was interesting is the rookie running backs, and I'm going to talk tonight. I, I'm in with uh, Kyrie Thompson tonight, and we're going to talk about that a little bit because I'm, I'm curious about that. Pierre Strong's been running with the ones. When I say he's been running with the ones, I don't mean he's actually been running with the ones. I mean he's just been standing there watching the ones. He's with the ones. He's the fourth running back with the ones, though, right? It goes Damian Harris. It goes Ramondre Stevenson. It goes Ty Montgomery. And then it goes Damian Harris, and then it goes Ramondi Stevenson, and then it goes Ty Montgomery, and then it goes Damian. I haven't seen Pierre Strong out there at all. He's been with the ones, but he hasn't actually got any reps with the ones. So that's been interesting for me, whereas Kevin Harris is the only back over there with the twos. So he's been getting all of the reps with the twos. Now, does that mean anything? Not necessarily, but it's been interesting for me to see where, okay, when, they're, when they split up ones and twos, the ones have four running backs, the twos have one. So it's been really fascinating for me to see, are they are they like, do they want Pierre, do they think Pierre Strong is going to do something this year? And so they want Pierre Strong with the running backs, with the number one, seeing what the number one offense is doing. And meanwhile, they're just giving Kevin Harris, you know, some reps. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question, but we've seen almost nothing from Pierre Strong, which is surprising uh, because I thought we'd see a lot more of him. So again, that's just something that I noticed that I'm like, I haven't seen Pierre Strong. Why? And I'm like, oh, he's with the ones, but he's not getting any reps, right? So again, stand there and watch and listen and hear what's going on and hear the conversations that are happening with the ones, but he's not actually getting any reps. So that one's interesting to me. I'm gonna be interested to see if that's gonna change in the coming days when the pads go on. Is he gonna get some reps then? How is that gonna work? Is he gonna start to filter in with the ones or even with the twos? I don't know. But I've been impressed with what I've seen with Harris, man. He he is a big boy man his legs are like he's big he's like Damian Harris size just with the just with the quads and everything else he looks like a big physical back so and again you know they're running on air sometimes they're running on the second scout team defense right so it's not really there's no no real competition out there but he looks good he looks fluid catching the ball to the backfield. although he did have one drop today he looks pretty fluid catching the ball to the backfield so you know there there are things that I've been impressed about with, Def- with Kevin Harris. He's a guy that, you know, when Dorn Eyestrom came on with our draft recap, he was high on him. And he had a rough year last year, but he had a good year the year before that. So could he be a guy that could sneak in, you know, and Pierre Strong's maybe that guy who ends up on IR and, you know, gets the Foxborough flu and, and we don't see him until next year? I don't know, right? But there's a possibility that it happens and Harris is that guy that comes through. We'll see. Again, we're three days into the camp. Who knows? But, but it just it has been, it's just an interesting note where I just I haven't seen Pierre Strong out there at all on team reps. So it's just been interesting. But anyways, that's what I got. Um, I appreciate you guys following along. I will not have one tomorrow. Um, I can't make it to practice tomorrow. And then Monday I definitely won't have one, uh, because I got something going on in the afternoon on Monday. But there's a possibility that uh, you know, you guys have been tuning in for these. I appreciate it. There's a possibility we'll be having a few of these next week, um, talking about practices next week. Cause remember now they're practicing. Tomorrow, which is Saturday, they're practicing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday they have the in-stadium practice for season ticket holders and Foxborough residents. So uh, that's that's the schedule. And then next Thursday, like in less than two weeks, two weeks from yesterday, is the first preseason game. Think about that. So, anyways, that's what we got, and uh, and I appreciate you guys tuning in. Thank you very much, and I will I'll be talking to you tonight.